Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This episode contains adult themes and is not appropriate for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hello the world, this is They Will Kill, a true crime podcast. I am Courtney Eck. And I'm Sadie Eck. And if you hear the spooky wind outside of my little house, it's just because it's spooky season officially in the Midwest. Yeah, I know it all of a sudden just got real cold here. Yeah, real fall. Fucking fall, yep. the fall of fall on to me and my lack of body temperature regulation. <laughs> anyway... We're not just here to be awkward, we're here to talk about murder. And what do you have for us tonight, Sadie? Oh, this is the murder of Jazzy Korea. Okay. On Saturday, February 23rd, 2019, 22-year-old Jazzy Korea went into Boston, Massachusetts with a group of friends to celebrate her upcoming birthday. Jazzy was born in Cabo Verde Islands and immigrated to the United States with her father when she was just three, and the pair moved to Dorchester soon after. It probably isn't Dorchester. I was just going to say, I think it might not be Dorchester, but <laughs> we're yeah, Americans. They'll, t- they'll tell us about they it. They will tell us. Jazzy was described as the peacekeeper of her group, someone who could make people laugh even in their hardest moments. She had a deep love of dancing and was passionate about photography, but she cherished her family, friends, and her daughter most of all. Jazzy was the mom of two-year-old Gabby, who she adored with all her heart. Mm. Jazzy was working as a hostess at Del Frisco in Boston while she figured out the next steps in her life. On that cold Saturday, Jazzy met up with a friend in Boston, and the two went shopping to pick outfits to wear that night. They planned to meet up with a few other friends to celebrate Jazzy's 24th birthday, which was just three days away. Jazzy decided on an orange jumpsuit that tied around her neck, high heels, and a jean jacket that had a wing design on the back. Mm. Later that night, Jazzy rode with friends to the venue club. They had packed the car with birthday balloons and gave her birthday gifts on the way. Mm. They didn't get into the club until around 1 a.m. on Sunday, February 24th, but that didn't stop them from having a good time. I just mentioned to some friends this weekend, like, remember when you weren't even out at 10 p.m.? You were getting Mm -hmm. ready to go out at 10 p.m.? Right. It happens, everybody. You think if you're in your 20s, you think you're not going to not do that, you're eventually going to not do that. Take it from 
the going out master of 2004 to 2011, 12. <laughs> I've never been a going out master. I've always been a going to bed at 9 p.m. master. <laughs> the friends ordered a bottle of champagne and took shots at Patron. And Jazzy, who loved to dance, spent the last hour of the night on the dance floor. Mm. When the club closed at 2 a.m., witnesses said one of the friends in the group had had way too much to drink and was now angry. Mm. When Jazzy tried to comfort her friend and calm her down, the friend lashed out and hit her. Hit Jazzy. As they walked to their car, Jazzy took off her heels, which were hurting her feet. And soon after, her drunk friend pushed Jazzy to the ground. Oh, shit. On her birthday. It's Jazzy's birthday. Yeah. Uh And it's really like one of those drunken girlfriend times you know like been there i know we all have and that one friend who just can't keep it together and yep not not good yep too much patron yep after that jazzy's friends wanted to leave the drunk friend behind she was belligerent and they were sick of her but jazzy refused and tried to insist they stick together but instead the group separated leaving jazzy and their drunk friend behind so here she is on her birthday celebration oh, night no. in February in Boston. Oh, no. With her drunk ass friend. Who's ditched. mean. Angry. Oh, ditched. No car. Surveillance footage would later show the two women standing on the sidewalk. The drunk friend was now holding Jazzy's shoes as the other two friends walked away. Oof. After Jazzy realized she was stranded, you can see her trying to get into an Uber that had been idling near the club for some time. She hadn't been the one to call the Uber, but tried to convince him to give her a ride Mm -hmm. and refused to get out of the van. In the surveillance footage, you can see Jazzy fall out of the vehicle and onto the sidewalk. The driver had pushed her from the car. Oh, shit. Once Jazzy was back on the sidewalk, a new man can be seen approaching her. He takes her by the hand. The two speak to each other for about a minute. And then Jazzy and the man walk away together. Uh Another camera showed the man giving Jazzy a piggyback ride down the street until they got into his red sedan and drove away. This would be the last time Jazzy would be seen alive. No. God. Why can't it just end great? And then you eat pizza in bed and then you wake up. Right. Yeah, you talk about how crazy that was, and you're like, oh my god, I can't believe I tried to get in that Uber, (sighs) and what were you doing? Like, you really need to back off, friend, who got mean, or whatever, right? Yeah. And then you turn 24, and you raise your daughter. Yep. It wouldn't be until three days later, on February 26th, what was supposed to be Jazzy's 23rd birthday, that her father would be able to file a missing persons report. shit. It's unclear when she was suspected missing, but I assume when she didn't come home that night from Boston or the next day back to her daughter that the family knew something was wrong, but had to wait before filing a missing persons report. Yeah. Once the report was filed, the Boston police began searching for the young woman. Authorities questioned the friends she was with that night who told them what had happened before she went missing, and police were able to track down loads of surveillance footage from that night. Hmm. And I don't want anybody to misunderstand me that this crime is awful. Yeah. But it's one of those where it is just 
loaded with evidence. And I feel like I haven't had one of those in a long time. I've been telling a lot of stories where it's like, and then maybe. Cold cases. Yeah. And then they just frame somebody for it. Yes. So this one isn't satisfying because of what happened to Jazzy, obviously. But, oh, it feels good to just know exactly what happened and who did it. Yeah. Police watched as Jazzy was piggybacked to the red sedan and driven away. A search of the license plate on the car quickly gave them a name to work with. 32-year-old Louis D. Coleman III. So Coleman worked as a systems engineer for the aerospace and defense manufacturer Raytheon. Jesus. And was described by neighbors as kind, polite, and always smiling. Super handsome, too. Just Uh, put it, I mean, not that uh, that matters, but just really good-looking guy. He was known to enjoy the nightlife in Boston and would spend his weekends at the clubs dancing. Coleman lived on the sixth floor of the 95 Lofts apartment in Providence, Rhode Island, which was only an hour drive to Boston. Uh-huh. So we all have to kind of remember that the geography on the East Coast is that the states are very small and close mm. together. Tiny. So we're going to cover a lot of different states in this case, but it's it's all within the same yeah, area, it. basically. Police went to Coleman's apartment to do a wellness check and to question him about the night Jazzy disappeared, but Coleman was not home. Authorities were able to get surveillance footage of the outside of the apartment building, as well as the inside of the lobby where the elevators were located and the hallways of the apartments. Wow. This footage painted a terrible picture of exactly what happened to Jazzy that night. Uh-huh. The footage showed Coleman's red sedan pull up in front of his apartment building around 4.15 a.m. on February 24th, 2019, two hours after leaving the club in Boston. Coleman can be seen leaving his car by himself, going into the apartment, and returning with a blanket. A few minutes later, Coleman can be seen walking from his car toward the front of the building, carrying a body with long hair and orange pants. Holy shit! The same pants Jazzy was wearing that night. What? Wow. Mm -hmm. The surveillance cameras inside the apartment building show Coleman come through the front doors with Jazzy still in his arms. But once he is inside the building, he drops her on the floor and drags her to the elevator. What? I mean, it's 4.15 in the morning, so there's nobody around, but still. Still? Why? I, what is what? (laughs) Why are you bringing an unconscious person into your apartment building? Like, surely you know there's surveillance cameras and dna and other people and a million ways to get caught i mean thank god you're that out of it or unintelligent to do that right what the heck this entire time jazzy isn't moving and it's clear that her jumpsuit had come untied at some point leaving the top half of her body exposed Mm. so not only is he like dragging her around but she's half nude oh my god just like yeah i just can't imagine her poor family had to watch this footage uh-huh. in, in court and i just oh god uh-huh. so disrespectful so mm-hmm. devastating after getting into the elevator additional footage shows coleman dragging jazzy across the sixth floor hallway and into apartment 602 mm. for two days coleman can be seen coming and going from his apartment mm-hmm. but jazzy is not seen again oh my god i have chills what is with this guy you know on february 26th the same day Jazzy was reported missing, authorities found footage of Coleman arriving at his apartment with Walmart bags in hand. Law enforcement checked surveillance video from the Providence Walmart and were also able to collect a receipt from the items Coleman bought that day. Uh-huh. 
I assume with his credit card. Uh-huh. I don't know that for sure. Among the purchases, there were three white disposable Tyvek protection suits, like the ones that go all the zip up and go over your head. Oh my God. Duct tape, two candles, electrical tape, one mask, surgical gloves, two pairs of safety goggles, an odor respirator, a box of 50-gallon trash bags, a 600-pound rated dolly, 36 pounds of baking soda, is wrong 30, with him. What six is wrong pounds with him? of baking soda. Oh my god. And CLN release bleach bath. Holy shit. I mean just a cash just a casual <laughs> just, trip to Walmart. Oh, I'm just re, just repaint my apartment. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? 36 pounds of baking soda. All, I hope that's all maybe in one a, place. Maybe it was a typo and it was ounces. That would make a lot more sense. That but would. Still. But I mean, listen, <laughs> I mean, if you like knows? are you, you have a body in your house and you want to get a smell out and you're going to go on the internet and see what gets smells out. The first thing that comes up is baking soda. All so right. maybe he was 36 pounds. Maybe it was. Ounce. I mean, I didn't. I know it was pounds in the article oh that God. I read. Right. I didn't accidentally move it to pounds, but. Either way. I kind of believe it. 36 pounds. Let's just go with that because it's unbelievable. I mean, he has 36 pounds of evidence against him. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he does. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. All in the same place. Surveillance footage all over Walmart. Doesn't try to conceal himself. Doesn't go outside of the town he lives in. Not, I mean, nothing. He doesn't do a single thing this whole time, really, to try to cover this crime. I mean, he... I don't want to get, but he dragged her through the hallways. I did. I, I, my mind is blown. I hope you're going to tell us a little bit about this loser because I don't really know anything. Oh about my him. god! I just need to know everything no. about him. Like who? I mean, what I, kind of person is that? Out to lunch. From what I gather, he was just like a super smart, really clean cut, no criminal history. What? Just did this really fucking terrible and bizarre crime. Oh, my God. Yeah. So continuing on the trail of never-ending surveillance footage, two days after the suspicious Walmart trip, on February 28th, 2019, footage shows Coleman wheeling out a brand new and very large suitcase he had just bought the day before from his apartment to his car. Once there, Coleman can be seen having a difficult time lifting the heavy suitcase into the trunk of his red sedan. The footage also shows him disposing of trash bags, cardboard boxes, and a bottle of bleach. After he disposes of these items, he drives away. Mm. Does he dispose of them in the river? No. <laughs> Just in the dumpster outside of his apartment building. Uh-uh. No. Yes. I thought you were going to say, like, took him to a police dumpster or something, but that nope. is nope. somehow worse. Just, yep. Just right, Just right in his garbage. Holy shit. With plenty of evidence against Coleman, police were able to get a search warrant for his apartment and hoped to catch him at home, but when they arrived, he was gone. They searched his apartment and found some unused items he'd bought at Walmart and noticed parts of his apartment had been recently cleaned. They also found one of his couch cushion covers was missing. When they searched the dumpster, they found a bag containing plastic sheets, men's jeans with bleach stains on them, an empty box of baking soda, White nylon hooded coveralls, goggles, a respirator mask, duct tape, rubbing alcohol, and used plastic gloves. 
Just, just, just <laughs> right in the garbage. Like, absolutely dumbfounded. Everything it's 2019. In the bag How do you not in know? The garbage. How do you not know? I don't know. I don't Unbelievable. know. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. While police in Providence were searching Coleman's apartment, troopers in the state surrounding Rhode Island were on the lookout for him and his car. A be on the lookout had been released, and many different jurisdictions were alerted to keep an eye out for Coleman, who they believed was on the run. It wouldn't take long for an officer in Delaware, a little over 300 miles from Coleman's apartment, to spot the red Buick everyone was looking for. Mm-hmm. When the officer pulled Coleman over, he cooperated, and when the deputy asked Coleman if there was anyone else in the car, Coleman responded, quote, she's in the trunk. <gasps> no! Yelp. What? Yeah. When troopers opened the trunk, they saw a suitcase inside. When they opened the suitcase, they found the remains of Jazzy Korea. Uh She was found in the fetal position inside a light-colored sofa cushion cover, which was inside of a black trash bag stuffed inside the suitcase. The cushion cover was the same as the one missing from Coleman's apartment. (sighs) An autopsy would show that Jazzy was put inside the suitcase while she was fully nude, She had been bound with duct tape and covered in what appeared to be baking soda. Her body was covered in bruises, and there was blood, quote, around her face. Hmm. She sustained blunt force injuries to her head, torso, upper body, and neck, and there were also signs that she had been sexually assaulted. Mm -hmm. Her cause of death was determined to be blunt force trauma and strangulation. During a search of Coleman's car, authorities found... (laughs) Courtney... Oh my god, don't. During a search of Coleman's car, authorities found, quote, a duffel bag, uh-uh. a pair of new long-handled loppers, you know, like pretty yeah. chairs, plastic garbage bags, clothing, a red plastic gas container, a green butane lighter, black gloves, charcoal air purifiers, oh air god. fresheners, tinted safety glasses, plastic bags, work towels, cloth work gloves, a new set of DeWalt pliers, a laptop, a computer hard drive tower, and a bottle of just disinfectant. What is he doing? Is he going to start like a business? He's going to of sell all of his items, his evidence items on eBay. I am this, like, I, I really, I'm very speechless. Like, that is so thorough and weirdly thorough. It, it really s- creeps me out on a way that nothing has creeped me out in a long time. I'm, that, I completely agree with you. Right? Like I don't know if he is clueless. If he's so arrogant, he thinks he'll just get away with whatever. Like, he's so smart that he'll just do it and nobody yeah. will. I mean, and we're going to get into it here in a minute as to what happened. Like, anyway. I mean, like, I can see where this is headed. But. Yeah. Um, I don't under I don't understand. I don't know what he was thinking at all. Well, for like, me, it feels like when you start a new hobby and then you get all the equipment for the hobby. And then, <laughs> oh, like, I just no, clean. Do you yes. know what I mean, though? That's yes. why it's creeping me out so much. Like, I just cleaned out our, you know, we're doing, like, getting ready for winter. I just cleaned out our hall closet. Oh, and I'm like, oh, there's the remnants me. of all that yes. stuff that I bought for that hobby. Like, that is why it's so creepy. You don't yeah. need that much stuff. 
so that's extra spooky to me right. it's so thorough it's or like, maybe he and, thought if he bought everything you could possibly need to to commit a good crime that it would be a good crime and this was a very right minor crime. right right like if he prepared after the fact for it it would make up for his shitty behavior beforehand it's or just he could weird. get away with it well it's and, very weird like it shows a lot of pre-planning like he knew what equipment to buy and that is just it's just also fucking creepy yeah they also found two large cracks on the passenger side of the windshield and later dna from both coleman and jazzy were found inside the cracks Mm. police couldn't help but notice that coleman had a large scratch on his cheekbone covered with a bandage when asked about how he got the injury he told detectives it was quote from the girl Mm. But later, Coleman changed his story and said the wound was from cutting himself shaving. Why, dude? Why would you even try to cover that up? Like, you just got caught with her in your trunk. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Anyway. While they booked him into jail, police also noticed Coleman had more scratches on his hands, arms, and head. Jazzy had put up one hell of a fight. Good. Get him, Jazzy. The question with this case was never if Coleman was responsible for Jazzy's death, but it was more about why it happened. Tell me Be- everything. Because Coleman transported Jazzy across state lines, once from Boston to his apartment in Providence, Rhode Island, and then again when he took her remains out of Rhode Island and into Delaware, Coleman was facing federal kidnapping charges mm-hmm. and could be given the death penalty for these crimes. Whoa. His defense team did all they could to keep him from that fate, and it became very clear they planned to place as much blame on Jazzy, Jazzy. as mm. they could. Mm. Those motherfuckers. Let the victim blaming begin. Oh no. <laughs> Coleman's attorneys were quick to say that Coleman was acting in self-defense, Courtney. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. After Jazzy's toxicology report came back showing that she had alcohol, amphetamines, cocaine, and cannabinoids in her system, they doubled down, saying Coleman had only wanted to help the young woman who was very drunk that night, but then when she lashed out at him, he had only done what he had to do to protect himself. And then bought carbon filters, plastic bags, (laughs) four suits, 62 pounds, yeah. I believe that. Mm-hmm. That's some mm-hmm. self-defense behavior, mm-hmm. that if mm-hmm. I've ever heard it. Mm-hmm. Dragging her through the hallways instead of asking for help or sundry of other things. Uh-huh. Calling the authorities, dis- disarming mm-hmm. her and then calling the authorities. Pushing her out of the car like an Uber driver did, if that's oh. what you have to do. She's tiny. She was 119 pounds. We'll talk about that here in a minute. But, like, not a yep. big woman. Yeah. And 23 years old. Like, yep. 22 years old, even? Come on. Come on. Uh, Defense said her death was accidental, and she essentially was the one to cause it. Unbelievable. In one court motion, the defense tried to get their hands on Jazzy's previous criminal record to try to prove that she'd been violent in the past and had somehow asked for what happened to her. The prosecution responded by saying, quote, the gist of the defendant's argument appears to be that the victim, who weighed 119 pounds at the time of the autopsy, assaulted the defendant, who weighed 200 pounds at the time he was booked. Mm-hmm. The defense responded by saying they were seeking Jazzy's criminal history to present facts and make a compelling case against the death penalty. 
Quote, he, meaning Coleman, does not wish to engage in a fishing expedition meant to disparage Miss Correa's life or her memory. Moreover, while not excusing or justifying her death, the information explains the alleged crime to be a sudden altercation, not a planned and executed stalking, kidnapping, and murder. <laughs> I love how they just like wrote out what actually happened in their response hey, to yes. trying to cover up what actually happened. Yeah, we're definitely not trying to drag her through the mud even though Definitely we are 100 percent trying to do that didn't plan out a kidnapping and murder he it yes. just sort of happened to him i mean i get it you got to have some sort of defense it's your whole that's your job that's the purpose right of being when you're there, but right, when your defendant comes with but bags and cars and apartments and video footage and like what are you gonna do yeah i'm amazed that anybody defended him they're just like okay we have to i guess right well and you know when they found out her toxicology report they were like bingo bango mm-hmm. thank god like there's something yeah, to and work she's, with here she's an immigrant and brown yep. you know brown skinned and let's yep. see what we can do to sway the jury Yep. But the prosecution argued that Coleman's injuries were, quote, consistent with the sorts of injuries one would likely sustain when assaulting a young woman fighting for her life. And it is further true that the defendant's injuries pale in comparison to those sustained by the victim, including but not limited to the injuries that caused her death by strangulation. Boom. Yes. Boom. Shakalaka. Boom. As I like to say. Sadie loves to text me a lot. And it's very funny. (laughs) It's very funny. Uh, but it's so true like your yes. your scratches don't compare to the sexual assault yeah. the strangulation the blunt force trauma yeah like these two things don't match if that's the force that you needed to use to keep yourself safe from her you are a liar if i was you a are a liar criminal pro- if i was a prosecutor i would just be like your honor can i please just respond with lol Right, do, I know. Do, will the court recognize that the prosecution would like to be on record? LOL. Yeah, I roll no further here, please. The prosecution rests. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, luckily for the prosecution, while Coleman sat in jail awaiting trial, authorities continued to find evidence against him in Jazzy's case. Courtney. <sighs> Of course they did. I mean, Jesus, Rick did diddle and lit and din and if I've ever heard yes. one, this is the most amusing is the park of yes. forensic evidence ever. Ever. When going back to the night of Jazzy's murder, police learned that Coleman had also been at the same club that night. He spent his time dancing with a woman and the two exchanged phone numbers and texted on and off while at the club, but the woman left without Coleman. Good for her. Good for her. My God. Imagine being that woman and hearing the right? news. Oof. Yes. So after the bar closed, Coleman found Jazzy alone and without her shoes, having been just thrown from an Uber. Quote, that's not your Uber, Coleman reportedly told Jazzy, taking her by the hand and leading her away. Mm. Authorities learned that less than 12 hours after Coleman dragged Jesse's body into his apartment, he started texting the woman that he had met in the club. Mm. He said he was about to catch a flight back to California. And I get the impression that Coleman was from California, but actually didn't live there. He lived in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Quote, text you when I'm back in Massachusetts, he wrote. You live in Cali? The woman responded, but definitely hit me up and we can meet up. Ugh. Coleman replied, yeah, sounds like a plan with a smiley face emoji at the end. After a couple of other messages back and forth, the woman then wrote, quote, 
You were too good to be true, lol. Of course, I would meet a guy who doesn't live here. So authorities learned in the days after Jazzy's death, Coleman visited two car washes and his internet search history showed that he googled things such as, this one's pretty gruesome, quote, Mm. how to pull a tooth out that's not Mm. loose. Mm -mm. Can a person fit inside a suitcase? Buy a dumpster? Oil barrel? How to clean for embalming? Oh, God. Turkey baster? And Target sanitizing bleach. What the fuck, dude? Have you never seen a show or anything? A podcast? Nothing. How could you live in 2019 and not know anything about true crime? Nothing. I know, but it's it's cool because he had the computer in his car with the body. Yeah. And the, so he's going to get rid of it, but they got him first. God. So Coleman's trial began in May of this year, 2022. Prosecutors had decided not to pursue the death penalty in the case and were hoping for life in prison instead. As you can imagine, the trial mostly focused on if Jazzy had been responsible in any way for her own murder. Her poor family. family. Oh my God. There was a lot of, um, a lot of news coverage on this case and the, a lot of like, and you know, her Miss Korea's mother had to storm out of court again today Ooh. after da, da, da. like I cannot Mm-mm. if the, her family hears this I am just heartbroken for you I'm so so sorry that yep. her name was ever disparaged in any way because okay. of this fucking monster I like, cannot imagine no the jury would spend hours watching surveillance footage of the night and the days following Jazzy's death getting a very clear picture of what happened Prosecutors painted Coleman as a predator who swooped in after, quote, striking out that night with the first woman he met at the club. Mm -hmm. The defense argued Coleman was just trying to help a woman in need. Coleman's lawyers were sure to point out that Jazzy had a history of, quote, getting really drunk and messy to the point where she got into fights. The defense said that Jazzy slapped the Uber driver and threatened to call the police if he didn't give her a ride. Prosecutors came back and said nothing in the video or interview with the Uber driver showed that Jazzy was drunk or violent. She was the victim, not the perpetrator. Boom shakalaka. Yes. Coleman's attorneys also took lots of time trying to convince the jury that Jazzy wasn't kidnapped that night because she got into Coleman's car on her own. The defense said that something did happen after that, but it was not initiated by Coleman. It simply wasn't his fault. And if they say it often enough, it will be true, right? Mm-hmm. We learned that from our last president. Mm-hmm. When the internet searches were brought up in court, the defense pointed out that Coleman never researched kidnapping someone before meeting Jazzy. <laughs> oh, case dismissed. Case dismissed. I'm... You can't kidnap someone if you didn't pre-plan to. Right. Right. Like if you didn't leave the evidence beforehand. Oh, my God. Despite the defense's best efforts, when all was said and done, the jury didn't buy it, and on June 1st, 2022, they found Coleman guilty of one federal count of kidnapping resulting in death. They didn't think Coleman had killed Jazzy out of self-defense, and they fully believed she was taken to his apartment against her will. And a quick pause, I think that the kidnapping resulting in death is a bigger charge than murder. In the oh wow! Wow, heart changes. So I know it doesn't sound as like. Uh-huh. I was like, but I think it sounds kidnap- sort of manslaughtery. But uh, yeah, interesting. I think in fe- I think in federal 
cases, it's a bigger uh, deal uh, to kidnap, kidnap and someone dies. Like, the kidnapping is a very big deal. Right. It's just FYI. Double felony. Yeah. They didn't think Coleman had killed Jazzy out of self-defense, and they fully believed that she was taken into his apartment against her will. Mm-hmm. And then, just six days ago, on October 11th, 2022, Coleman was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Bye, Coleman. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. The first assistant United States attorney, Joshua S. Levy, summed it up by saying, quote, Jazzy Korea was a vibrant and beautiful 22-year-old woman and mother of a toddler daughter. Hmm. Lewis Coleman, a total stranger to her, abducted her, raped her, and strangled her to death. The pain and suffering Lewis Coleman inflicted on Jazzy Korea that night and her loving family, her mother, her father, her brother, and so many others every single day since February 24th, 2019, will never be relieved by the sentence. Mm. By his depravity and horrific disregard for Miss Korea's life, Lewis Coleman forfeited his right to live free in society. To this day, Lewis Coleman has shown no remorse. After he lured 22-year-old Miss Korea into his car, sexually assaulted her, and violently killed her, Lewis Coleman did not once consider turning himself in. Rather, he concocted a gruesome plan to conceal the assault and murder he just committed. Today's sentence of life in prison is a just punishment. Our office is incredibly grateful for the courage of Jazzy Korea's family. And that is the story of the most evidence ever found. <laughs> Unbelievable. Ever in any true crime story ever. The end. Wild. Wild. Yeah, what the heck, you guys? I I mean, I I wish we knew more about this guy, like how I I just can't help but feel like he really enjoyed it and wanted to do it and was looking for someone. I don't know. It sounds, it just sounds like he was too in it. You know, it doesn't sound like something that just, whoa, something crazy happened. Like he got a little handsy Mm -hmm. and, you know, it sounds like he was Mm -hmm. sort of ready for it, like prowling for it. Right. I think he was either prowling for it or he was going after he wanted sex yeah you know maybe consensual but yes when that first lady didn't go home with him he found jazzy it didn't i mean it's like very toxic masculinity either way but like to i think that's when shit changes when you've yep. got a clearly drunk young woman on the sidewalk without shoes yep. all alone and you piggyback her to your car i think you know if if he didn't pre-plan it that's when things change for him yep and then she probably put up a fight because she didn't put up with bullshit. He probably got angry. Yep. And strangled her and murdered her and raped her. God. What Something like that. With I people? mean, but regardless, yep. he had plenty of time to stop what he was doing, rethink his actions, not do it, help get her help, yep. not drag her around, not go to Walmart. You know, like the, the amount mm-hmm. of just like, even if he didn't pre-plan it, the fact that he continued on shows that he wouldn't hesitate to do it again. He wasn't yeah. bothered by it to then start texting the other lady 12 hours after bringing Jazzy into his apartment. You know, it's just like, uh, that that's not okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's part of the problem. They didn't really talk about his mo, like his, his past. I, like I said, I think he was pretty clean cut before this. Yeah. 
And so it, I didn't hear any stories about him and ex-girlfriends or his family. There just really wasn't any of that in the news right? Um, to talk about. So, Fuck. Well, and it's still inside of him, you know, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's still inside of him that he could get that out of control, that he would just kill an innocent single mother mm-hmm. because he couldn't get what he wanted. And yep. then to get all the stuff, the stuff really creeps me out. It really mm-hmm. weirds me out. You know, yeah. want to go to the lengths to get like the full on Tyvek hoodie white suit that they wear for COVID tests and shit. Yeah. Like, that's weird. You know, he was planning to do some nasty shit to her body. That, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. And it tells me that he either had already researched it or had thought about it. Yeah. It's just too much stuff. Because if it had just been a freak thing that just kind of happened, he would have, you know, left her. Probably would have just right. left her there, you know, right. like yep. to bring her back like that and be so out in the open about it. That's just baffling. I can't, yeah, really I cannot is. wrap my mind around what would yep. make, he's clearly not an unintelligent person, right? Right. He no, works. Very, very smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I did, I did a fair amount of searching into who he was you know but i also just want to say that there was a huge amount of a huge amount of information which part kind of made me not happy because this is awful but you know for her to her story to be so well reported on yeah it was a breath of fresh air for brown women yeah but also can make it challenging when you have to read the same article a thousand times to see if you're missing any details uh I yeah. really couldn't find a lot on him. And I, so if, if I'm assuming that this was probably a pretty big deal for those on the East coast in Boston. So if mm-hmm. you guys hear of more information that I missed about him, tell me about it. Cause yeah. I did not see it, but it doesn't not mean it's not available in the world. Well, <laughs> when you have that much against him already, I can't imagine that they were like digging too deep into his exactly. life. Yeah. I mean, it's like, he did it. It's obvious that he did it. We're not going to pick apart his character because it's right. just not necessary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It doesn't right matter. Right before we recorded, I went through a, a few more articles. I just, I have a hard time stopping. I don't know yeah. if you get into that where I just like, oh Maybe yeah, I can just find like one more thing. And that's when I found an article and that that was when they gave me like very detailed description of all of the items found with the 36 pounds of oh my God. baking soda. And all of the other articles just said, oh, and baking soda. But this one was like 36 pounds of it. And I thought, oh, my God, it's got to be the ounces. But that's not a lot of baking soda. I don't know. 36 ounces is a fair amount of baking soda. So well, like yeah. a, bo- a box of baking soda is probably what, like two or three ounces? five yeah. ounces at the most eight ounces yeah. so 36 ounces that would make a, a lot more sense fair amount yeah. 36 <laughs> pounds <laughs> i wonder too i mean he you know if you if a lot of people that i've known that are that smart that have jobs like he to work in places that he worked like your common sense goes right out the window too so yeah. maybe i'm reading too much into it and he was just like, oh, this is how you dispose of a body. You need exactly. all of That's this, sort of all what of these I materials. Yes. I'm a nerd and I do everything so thoroughly. Right. I, That's I, what I'm way. sort of thinking. I'm thinking he's up to no good. I, you know, the fact that he lured her out of that area drunk, as drunk yeah. as she was. Yes. 
under those circumstances without shoes like that is super predatory period yeah yeah whether he meant to kill her or not beforehand he he was trying to hook up there's no question for sure and then the fact that he could do that to her and then try to cover up but i think you're that's how i feel i think he just after it happened he was like oh shit i gotta figure this out Mm -hmm. and way over planned right like his shopping trip his terrible shopping trip to walmart was just like well way too well prepared i don't like it i really don't like it it's not cool it's too much it's too Mm much yep oh god that poor dear poor family no her daughter i think i'm in writing this i was like oh honey it's she's still little she's still very little right now she's actually probably this right around the same age as my youngest and that's just so sad it's so sad i'm so sorry gabby so senseless gross man get it together people do better do better please just let people live there was a really good um one of the prosecutors in the case uh, was i don't think it was right around the same time as the trial was answering questions from reporters and she was like let me tell you that women are allowed to be on the sidewalk drunk at night and yep. not get murdered and i was like oh get it that is seriously so that's what we say every time it is so true there is yep. no reason for her yep. to this like she did not do a single thing even if she had hit him that yep. doesn't mean that she gets murdered and raped nope. nope it's just not hard to be not be violent it's just no not. i no. mean oh god yeah yep get it together we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I had a very humbling experience um, for Laura's birthday. We went to Mexico City. I think last time we were recording, I was like, I got to wrap it up because I have to go to Mexico City, which is just, I'm going to be bold and say it's my favorite city that I've ever been to. It's such an incredible place. If you're listening from Mexico City, which I know there are a couple because you've reached out before, just, I mean... It is such an extraordinary city for so many reasons. Everything about it is perfection. But the thing that really humbled me was, the, and I'm going to be you know broad, I'm going to generalize right now. And of course, I'm there as an American on vacation. So um, try not to be corny about it. But I'm always struck, especially when I go to Mexico, with the amount of care that is taken for the community, for property, for each other like prioritizing beauty you know in in Mm -hmm. instances where in the united states we would just it just feels like everything in the united states is becoming like the lowest common denominator do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. jobs are getting whittled down to the point that you know one person is doing 11 jobs to save Mm -hmm. some money and like materials that things are being built with are just so subpar and flimsy and shitty and everything's like a strip mall and not everything but you know what i mean it's like we're just not a country that has prioritized aesthetics or beauty or care in a very long time and i really needed to be around that and get a big dose of that and it just made me 
kind of come back to wanting to put give more than I take just in general Mm -hmm. and in this lifetime and try to put out more beauty than I consume you know what Mm -hmm. I mean and also just be intentional with what I do and why I do it and okay like there are tons of instances in my life where I could have saved a buck or two but I have chosen to do something that's more special and more beautiful and spend more money on it and I feel like you know going to a place like Mexico City that is just aesthetically spectacularly fucking beautiful um like it's worth it (laughs) it's worth (laughs) it you know if you could make things that look like that and by that I mean every single thing in Mexico City why would you not, you know, Mm -hmm. what is the point of being on this earth if to not surround ourselves with just like care and kindness and magic and beauty? I mean, they put, they nail tin cans to trees and put like snacks and water in them for the fucking squirrels. (laughs) (laughs) They get up every day and they sweep their area in front of their building and they fucking mop their courtyards and they say hello and they say see you later when you leave which is so nice because it implies that you want me to come back right like oh god i just love it there and it's so thank you to mexico city for your generosity and allowing me to spend some time in you and remind me what's important and we just put too much emphasis on things that don't matter. And I think that younger generations, I'm preaching to the choir when I say things like that, because I do think that Gen Z, Gen Alpha, millennials, you know, have started to prioritize their mental health and art and not just working themselves to the bone for no reason. And I'm very proud of you for that. But I want us all to just sort of like, it's just such a part of who we are, you know, like being in the airport and like wanting to push ahead. And I'm like, why? You know, like, yeah. you know, I'm going to cut a bunch of people off for what? Or, you know, right. any anything in the day. Like, oh, well, I could really save a buck. I can ask him if they'll give it to me for $10. No, just give him fucking $12, you know? Right. Like, <laughs> they need $2. They need it. Just give it to them. Yeah. You know? If you want this thing, you... It, it's worth the extra two dollars <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. well and i always say totally. to laura like when i'm door dashing or something you know there's always that part of me that's like i'll probably just tip them eight dollars why would i tip them eight dollars just tip them 10 12 15 25 tip them the amount Whatever. of money that yes. you paid for the meal you know like if right. you can afford it yeah give like be generous that means a great deal to them and it really is like not going to make like a huge dent in my day <laughs> to give right. somebody an extra two dollars but it's just it's such a part of how we're taught that like the money is the thing and the money having all the money and mm-hmm. the power is the thing and it's like but that it's so arbitrary it doesn't actually fucking mean anything creating things that are beautiful and creating communities that care about each other and creating men who can respect women and not feel entitled to their bodies. Mm-hmm. It's just not that hard. Nope. So let's keep it up, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Go team. We Make can do beautiful it. stuff. Make caring people. Be caring. Yes. Take care. Let's just take do care. It. I'm ready. If you need a tutorial, go to Mexico City. Actually, don't. Because if you're somebody who needs a tutorial, you do not need to go to that country and treat those <laughs> people like shit. 
No. Like we were in the airport and they won't let you go through security without putting a mask on. And of course, like four people in front of us didn't have a mask on. And of course <laughs> they like were acting like Paul Rudd and wet hot, wet hot American summer. Like, God. <laughs> like these, you know, 60 year old <laughs> adult Lord, help me. humans pitching a fucking fit like if you're not willing to put on a mask when you go to a country that has less access to vaccines than the country you're coming from you should not be allowed to go to that country seriously stay home stay home so that you're was not my invited re-entry into the united states i was like twirling around like fucking cinderella down in mexico city the whole time and then <laughs> the second you get into the united states line at the airport you're like oh god why are we so bad at caring about Why each other don't we care you know i mean that was the hardest part of the pan not i mean there's a lot of hard parts of the pandemic but yep. that for me it was like oh we don't care about each other it was really hard for me yep could not wrap my mind around how little we didn't care yeah i still i don't know if i'll ever i mean i won't get over it it's awful Especially, I mean, in America, I'm speaking not globally, but yeah, the fact that us Americans just don't give two shits yeah. is very eye-opening. Well, it's the reason we do this and podcast. Upsetting. It's the reason I do this podcast, because just trying to understand the human condition, trying mm-hmm. to understand human brains, trying to understand people and why they do what they do and how they just can't be me. It's just right. be me. Come on, guys. <laughs> You just like a little bit of empathy, just a little bit. Oh, I know it's a deep dive that I keep taking, and I'm yeah. You know, now that I'm on this like neurodivergent kick, I'm like, mm, there's something to this. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you know, people with neurodivergent mm-hmm. brains have deep senses of justice and empathy. Yep. And I don't know that neurotypicals do. Maybe, I don't know though. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't Any- know. I have two men's emp- empathy to know. <laughs> <laughs> People with neurodivergent yeah. brains also think that everything they think of is a fact and not an opinion. What do we got? Beautiful to- brains. Oh yes, name time. Name I didn't do it time. last time. I had to laugh the other day. We got an email. And it was said names, and then a name, and that was it. <laughs> yes, I saw right? it. Yes, yes. <laughs> which I love, and that's fine. I do too. I know I what that means. was so funny. Yeah, I name know. and name, and that like no goodbye, no hello, yep. no nothing. Just here, here's my gift to you. Thank you. We receive it. Yeah. Speaking of Courtney. neurodivergent brains, I had a long <laughs> conversation with a friend, a good friend of mine, who's neurodivergent this week, and had to like be like, um you really are hurting my feelings with how you're emailing. And they were like, please tell me everything because I am just trying to be efficient in how I <laughs> send you information. I'm like, totally. Yeah. Turned it, turned uh-huh. into, d- turned pretty dickish this week. So yeah, here's a point. Dial it down. <laughs> yes. Give me a little, a little smiley face. Ex- one exclamation uh, point. Exclamation point. Yes. <laughs> but at the same time, it's me. You know, I need to learn how to receive information re- efficiently. You right. you are not necessarily the problem. Yeah. Anyway. I, asked, I asked Ryan to do something real quick, just speaking of exclamation points, Yeah. Uh, to do something for me. I knew it was a big ask. I texted him. Can you do this? He sent back, okay. I immediately called him and he answered and he was like, oh, I forgot the exclamation point. I'm totally fine with that. I was like, okay, good. I just wanted to check in. And he knows me well enough to know that uh, 
uh, K's, you are going to murder me. Like, yeah, you you're framing me for murder. Okay, no X will go mation point. You're you probably just my day. And I yep. and I can't handle not knowing what how you know. So anyway, yeah. I just love him that he understands. There you go. Oh no, it's cool, babe. Forgot the exclamation point. <laughs> I think I've said this before, but my favorite people on the planet are people who don't put exclamation points at the end of happy birthday. That shit makes me laugh every single time. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Is that is what it sounds like? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> Let's start sending your happy birthdays with just a period at the end. Yes. Oh my god. Statement. Happy birthday. That is all I have to say. Anyway. Anyway, uh, what do you have? Time. Woohoo. Are you still uh, playing the name time song? Yes, I am. People? Every oh, time. Oh god. Yep. I hear it again next time. Next time get it queued up for me. Something like that. That's the mm-hmm. that's the general gist. And here's that song now. Okay, so we have, there's an editor on the Seinfeld Seinfeld show called (laughs) Skip Collector. (laughs) It's so cute. It's awesome. Um, Somebody's stepmom's gynecologist for years was Dr. Massengill. How is that possible? Uh, uh, Maybe she came from the Massengill family of creators of... Like yeah. the long line of vagina doctors. Vagina experts or the opposite of vagina experts. <laughs> True. That's what I mean. No, yes. Vagisil? Massengill. But that's Massengill. also, yeah, Massengill. That's, I don't know if Massengill's still around, but that was definitely like a 90s Vagisil. Douche. Yeah. Oh, I thought massive. Yeast yeast anyway, we don't need to get until I thought it. Yeast, yeast creams are important. Douches You're right. Don't do it. You're right. I think. Anyway. I think Massengill was a douche, but maybe I'm wrong. Not to disparage the, the good name of Massengill family. I think it was a douche. I have to look, have to look it up. <laughs> Please do. I feel like I should know this. I am a doula. I know about vaginas. Massengill. It's a douche. It's definitely a douche. Thank you. Okay, good. Good. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, God. Sorry. I got mad. Uh, yeah, no, stay, keep those at home. Massengill, go away. Go Goodbye. away. Someone's fourth grade teacher was Ida Headball. <laughs> <laughs> um, somebody lives in my town named Pat Pudlow. <laughs> Pudlow is so funny Pudlow. and cute. Uh, there's a Melissa Purple. <laughs> oh, like, I so love in, that. in my mind, this is a funny thing. In my mind, the color purple is like a modern color that didn't exist in like <laughs> <laughs> around the time that people were getting surnames, right? right. <laughs> I know that's not true because it's like the color of royalty, but in my mind, I'm like, has purple been around long enough to be a surname? But of course it has. <laughs> It, it didn't show up in the 80s. Like, right. Somebody like didn't finally mix. Green or something. Yeah, exactly. Melissa <laughs> oh, oh, Neon Green. That would be like, oh, okay. I'll yeah, see. right. Melissa Fuchsia. Our friend's dad got into a wreck with our... Oh, okay. Araya Sunshine Rain. <laughs> Can't 
it up, y'all. They were not a ray of sunshine for that. No, for your dad on that day. On that day, I don't think anyone was harmed. I don't think so either. Um, Destiny Sledge, which is a fantastic (sighs) last name. Man, three great grandchildren. I don't even say Mavery D. Holbrook, Avalyn D. Holbrook, and Moyer L. Arthur. Wow. Wow. Oh, big shoes to fill over there. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) I mean, when your great grandpap is Destiny Sledge, like, where do you go from there? You'd go to Mavery and Moyer and Avalyn, obviously. Wow. (laughs) There's a Jack Hoff. (laughs) (laughs) H A U F. Was Jack that the one that just got Hoff. delivered to us? Might have been named yeah, Jack Because it was also a very funny one. Just yep. like, basically, like if it was a fuck you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there you speaks, go. <laughs> speaks for itself. Yes. <laughs> uh, someone was watching the great British, Br- British, British baking show and noticed the dubbing editor is Roy Noy. <laughs> Which I feel like I've said the words Roy Noy before, but I don't. Well, everybody needs to right now. Roy Noy. Roy Noy. <laughs> Um, there's a butt drugs in Corridon, uh, Indiana. Corridon, Indiana. Yes. There is a hose hair salon. H O Z E, which is funny. <laughs> so funny. Uh, somebody's badass friend's name is Shante Pepper. And when she oh. finished her PhD, she became Dr. <gasps> Pepper. She Fuck, arrived. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Dr. Pepper and Dr. Marijuana Pepsi need to hang out oh, in my so opinion. Hard. Dr. Purple. Dr. Purple. Dr. <laughs> Melissa Purple. <laughs> um somebody named speaking of hose hair salon, their style the therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Love a pun. Robert Dick tips <laughs> oh sadie found one mary blood was a principal in chicago oh my god yeah that was in some old ass antique book i was looking through mary yep. blood, mary blood. <laughs> hello, ch- hello children i'm your principal mary blood i'm principal blood <laughs> trauma unlocked yep. <laughs> yeah. um Somebody sent us today a dentist named Dr. Doctor. <laughs> dentist named Doctor Doctor. Like <laughs> how somebody's like, I'm just going to give myself the last name Doctor. It's going to take me far. <laughs> Dr. Doctor. And you know what that means? DDS, my favorite. <laughs> Dr. Doctor DDS. DDS. Yes. Um, a doctor with the first name COVID. K O V I D. Oh, no. Sorry, COVID. A guy named Doug, D-A-W-G, but they assume yes. it's probably pronounced Doug. But oh, Doug. either way. <laughs> I love the idea of Doug's being spelled Dog. Dog. <laughs> okay, and real quick, that that's the end of the names, but I found a next door comment that is, um, we got a new Vietnamese restaurant in my town. Big deal. Big fucking deal for me personally, yes. but also for the town. So somebody was shouting out, the new Saigon City. 
<laughs> and they there was like multiple comments. And I think somebody said like, what kind of food is it? So she wrote, Vietnamese. I had an amazing pad thai, which I've been looking for. And their soups all look amazing. People were enjoying. Just met with a trainer on dog trying to find home with. And he said he's a great dog and not a protective aggressive dog at all. <laughs> 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 and the well comment done. had been edited. <laughs> worried. Uh, I'm worried. This. I'm gonna. Edit. I'm gonna post it right here. Edit. Post. <laughs> Ed. Oh, perfect. Done. I did okay. it. Thank you, Mima. <laughs> I love it. How did it end up there, though? It doesn't make any sense. Uh, it's amazing. It's what amazing. People could do on the internet. It's amazing. <laughs> you know what else is amazing? Our Patreon supporters. I hope you're gonna. I hope you're referring to them. I was gonna tell you about my insoles, and my shoes, but <laughs> oh, Bomba socks. We gotta get. I need to contact the network because legit, they are amazing. Yes, I hate socks. Hate, hate them. Hey, hey, Cloud Ten, get hook us up. Seriously, Cloud Ten. I legitimately love them. It is a very much a game changing experience. I should have tried them. Bombas. I was just up there couple days ago I oh my god oh it just like gives me the shivers of happiness to think about putting them on they give you a little hug they're so have we soft talk- I, I know that you and i have talked about this have we talked about it on the podcast how i hate wearing socks you hate wearing socks no i don't no, think so i just hate it i hate and, it it's sensory yeah. stuff it's back to that neurodivergent brain thing yeah. i cannot can not nothing tight around my neck Basically, no clothes, no shoes, no socks. <laughs> <laughs> but also not completely naked. That's not comfortable. No, that's so distracting. No. I'm never, never, never a nude. I'm not. Yeah. People, oh, I love walking around my house naked. I'm like, no. No, what? You know, I get out of the shower <laughs> and I put on a suit. <laughs> <laughs> you know who does like to walk around the house naked? Our Patreon supporters. Yeah, they do whatever the fuck they want do and they deserve what it. you want. Do you want to do some shout outs? You in the mood? Let's do it. Let's do it. Who we got tonight? Tonight, I would love to thank you so much. Off to a good start. Thank you so much to Karen R. Okay. Well, Karen's here to tell you what not- she needs to talk to your manager of being the fucking best in the world. Karen wants to call the police on her own self for being so fucking amazing. And Karen wants to tell you about it. If you're not gonna make her drink the way that she wants it, that's okay because nobody can because everybody's like, why could we possibly make it good enough for Karen? Because she's amazing. They're like, she goes to a Starbucks and they're like, um, they just make it a hot, like latte and throw it in their own face. Because they're like, we're not worthy of you, Karen. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much to Rachel W. To Rachel W. X, Y, Z, what do I see? I see Rachel being fucking badass at me. And then she goes into town to find some hoes. H-O-Z-E, <laughs> like the hair salon. And then she <laughs> says, come on. 
<laughs> all my H-O-Z-E hoes were gonna go back to out of town as <laughs> we're going to get to the bottom of what I've been looking for all this time. And the hoes say, what could it possibly be, Rachel W.? And she says, well, uh, here's what I know. All I know is that I've learned to grow and grow and grow and become the person that I've always wanted to be. And they all say we can tell. We can just look at you for one fucking second and realize that you are the most incredible and amazing person in the world. And we are honored to be your hoes, H-O-C-E-O's. <laughs> And then they go and get a perm or maybe a haircut and maybe a shag cut <laughs> at the wolf, hair salon. Wolf cut. They did wolf cut it themselves or maybe they gave it to themselves first and oh, then they have to go a... into the hoe salon to get it reshaped. <laughs> uh, if you put your, a video of yourself on TikTok giving yourself a, a at-home wolf cut, I'm watching it every <laughs> oh, fuck yes. single time. Every or like that guy time. who cuts hair with a, mach- like a cleaver. The cleaver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and with a machete. Sit up and it's just... Same gink, 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 gink. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. <laughs> I did see a girl <sighs> give herself a good wolf cut, though, recently. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it works out. Mm-hmm. Love a wolf right. cut. Love it. Yes. Encourage Rachel W. to get one if that's what she's into. Everybody get perms. Woo. Woo. Oh, my God. I did. I did. And then I had yes. so many perms and then I cut my hair super short. I shaved it. As a matter of fact, I shaved it for years, probably 10 years. And then I started growing it back out. And guess what? It's curly. <laughs> I didn't even know because I just had perms my whole life. Yeah. No, I had curly hair my whole life and I just thought it was very frizzy. Yeah. Turns out if you have a child with very frizzy hair, it's probably just curly. Yeah. Just, like have them wash it. And if, if you have a child and their hair takes really well to perms, it's probably because their hair is curly. Really curly. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine my surprise at 24. I was like, what? Is this? <laughs> I have curly hair. No idea. Uh, None. You know who else has curly hair, maybe? Maybe. We don't really know. Who? Thank you so much to Karen J. No. How could we possibly have two Karens in one night? So I this- don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Exclamation point. Karen J is j- j- jamming on it now. She's jamming in town and she's jamming every all around. I don't know why everyone's in town all the time. Everyone's in town. Just in case you're wondering. As, so is Karen J. And what's Karen J doing in town? Well, let me tell you about it. She is going into town. <laughs> she is looking all around. And she will tell you what she found. Karen J found it down town. What? What? She ground it down. And what is it? Diamonds. (laughs) Much like Karen J's um, soul, she took all the dirty, naughty, gross stuff like coal. (laughs) Like put it in her, lived life so hard. Yeah. Beat so strong, so powerful, and so amazing that... Diamonds, like you said Turned, a minute ago. Yeah. 
Oh, I thought we were like fossils. Oh, that's cool too. <laughs> no, she turned it into fucking diamonds. She turned all the yes. bad stuff into diamonds, and then she went oh, into like town. Cool. Yeah, ground them down because she's uh-huh. like, I don't actually need diamonds because I'm no. already so fucking beautiful and sparkly. What would I do with these? Grind them down, sprinkle them around, around because yeah. she probably went to Mexico City recently and was like, you know what is more important than material wealth? Beauty. <laughs> I mean beauty. <laughs> Squirrels. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> Guys, I gotta go. <laughs> Karen Jay's definitely t- putting tins on trees to feed the squirrels yes. and water the squirrels. Di- to feed the squirrels diamonds. <laughs> Dust. Dust. <laughs> you get it, Karen Jay. You get it. You understand. That's her just filling up the squirrel pot. <laughs> Ding. Diamond. <laughs> Don't sneeze. <laughs> it goes right in your eye. Oh, Lord. Scratch. Ouch. Patch. Thank you, Karen oh, G, for, all, for making gosh. the world such a beautiful place. And we love you so much. We love we all love of you so, so much. So much. So much. So mm-hmm. much. Hug. Kiss. Kiss. High five. Yes. yes. Bump. Dab. Whatever. Blink. I mean, wink. <laughs> <laughs> or blink. Um, and if you want to spend more time with us, oh, Sadie and I have to talk about the um, social media yes, shit. Yes, you guys have been amazing. Oh my I god, didn't, I didn't think anybody responded, and so many people responded. So I don't so know how to. Do we have to like do interviews? How do I don't know what happens next? Yeah, we haven't even talked about it. Sadie was here, and I everything. It was just blah blah life, life, life. So this we're basically we'll just like whirling around in a tornado. Yeah, thank you. And the for, fact that I sit down here and have stories to tell every week twice a week is pretty amazing it's pretty amazing <laughs> yep yep so um we got yeah. them and thank you god thank you guys so much for um offering your help and we will be in yes. touch very soon about it right very very and if soon. you email us and we are not in touch with you thank you so much for your offer but we got a lot of offers yeah so just fyi we're not ignoring you we love you Yes, very much. So, yes. Um, so soon you'll be able to spend more time on us with us on social media <laughs> because people are going to help so us with fun. it. Mm-hmm. And that would be at They Will Kill on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook. You can go to our website, theywillkill.com. You can email us at theywillkillpodcast at gmail.com. And please consider signing up for our Patreon. I'm yes. sure it's like Patreon slash They Will Kill or something. Just go on there, type us in. We come right Do up, it. $5. Ten dollars, twenty dollars, etc., or one dollar if you want ad-free. Um, if you want the main feed ad-free, you can pay one dollar and you can get just the main feed ad-free. Or a thousand dollars, you can move into my house. I'm just yeah. making it up right now. <laughs> See what For, happens. I will pay you one thousand dollars to not move into my house. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. Choose Wait. choose wisely. Um. Hey, hey. Did you know that AJ Bergans has a new whole full on album out? I do. Under that? Falls to Wreckage is the name he yes. his moniker his rock rock Please moniker. Please go support him. Go to Spotify. Listen to his music. Give him a thumbs up or whatever you do on Spotify. I yeah. don't know. Um. And thanks, AJ, for being amazing and for making our music. Thank you. We so love you. Much. Thank you. Yep, and also I have been able to continue to put out episodes of Please Leave. My oh, business partner, Investor James, behind. surprised me this weekend 
I was like, would you perform stories? He's got a great voice. He's also starting to help me edit. And You he, didn't tell me this. Sadie, I show up. We have our morning call this morning. And he's like, I just got on into Squadcast and, and recorded an episode. Like oh. a little angel. And he nailed yes. it. So that's coming out. Well, as uh, when this episode Tomorrow? comes out, it will have come out yesterday. Oh my <laughs> yes, god! I gotta listen. I'm one behind. I can't believe I'm your biggest fan, and I'm one behind, Courtney. I'm so sorry. Something to look forward to. Yes. Squirrel them up. Ooh, and yeah. Stay them up like Karen J. Just sprinkle them around for yes. the squirrels to eat. I'm gonna grind them up and blow them <laughs> in your eyes. <laughs> Oh, uh, any rate review, subscribe, give us all the five star reviews, not the one star. That's bad. Five is good. One is bad. Yep. Three Three. is kind of annoying. Somebody was like, oh, it's a very coincidence. This was the whole review. The Sam and Ashley case. (laughs) Find it interesting. This came out three days after Sword and Scale covered it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see that one. Yeah. I think I just deleted it because I was like, bye. I just need to stop reading them because they're so annoying. But I was like... That's yeah, not how you know, this works, dude. And also, if we are able to like throw together an That's episode I mean. in three days, right? And publish oh, it. Oh, oh shit! Sword and sail. Okay, hurry, hurry, oh, hurry! Like so what? fast, we're gonna record it, and then I'm gonna edit it and post it. Like, no, 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 whatever. No, no. They gave us three stars for it, so I'm like, oh, hey, well, that's good. Yep. All right, so don't do that, guys. Don't do that, please. And remember... Vietnamese, I had amazing pad thai, which I've been looking for, and their soups all look amazing. People were enjoying. Just met with a trainer on dog trying to find home with, and he said he's a great dog and not a protective, aggressive dog at all. Edited. We love you guys. We love you guys so much. We will see you next week. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.